0: A Reddit dit-to-do and welcome into more important issues. It is Monday, April 29th. Oh my God, it's almost summer. It's so close. It's getting there. It's getting hot. It's getting hot. So, I mean, I guess it's summer in our minds at this point. Yep. Um, AC
1: units are going out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Some oh, I hope not. Finally turn them on. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you're probably. People we're, people, right now. people were thinking in the winter they wouldn't need those HVACs. Now they're, yeah. now they're like, the- oh, the- crap. They're well, playing playing the up. they needed heat, yeah, now, playing, now they need AC <laughs> They're playing catch up so. yeah. um, Real quick guys, before we really get into the show uh, Obviously if you're with us live You know we're doing the show a little bit different Because we are now doing a live show You can see us But don't worry, I know what you're thinking Do they do the podcast? We do We're still on iTunes, still on Spotify, still on Google Play um, All that good stuff Still on armchairallamericans.com You can check out all that there And also our Twitter at more underscore issues um, it's all pretty much the same. We're just adding in a new element and, and we're going live now. Um, so I mean yeah, we want you to interact with us on Twitter while we're not doing the show, but also um, you know we've got it we've got the comments pulled up here. Uh, if you've got questions, if you want to interact with us, comment, we'll uh, try to try to catch them as they roll through. We'll try to comment back with you or uh, address it on the show, whichever one we can do. Um, but we want to interact and just uh, letting you guys know that we're doing, these new things Just trying to improve our show for you guys um, yep. So I'm Caleb Mitchell You can find me on Twitter at Caleb underscore TN This is Landon Raby You change your ad every once in a while See if I get it right At Lambo Raby 10 um, Underscore 10 Underscore 10 Didn't it used to be Landon Raby 10? I don't
1: know Was it never
0: one. that? Okay
1: I think it's it's been Landon
0: I swore I knew it But I guess so I it never it's, did It's Lambo underscore, underscore Raby 10 Alright there yeah, you go There, you, there, it, there it is, is. Um, I swear at one point It was forget at my, Landon I on my own name Let alone my <laughs> name um, that's that means you got a good nickname if you forget your own name, yeah. So, uh, that, that, that's all that means. It's, it's
1: funny, like, people like sometimes like call me Lambo. Um, and I'm like, How did you your know? dad
0: calls you Lambo all the time? Yeah, he does all the time. I love it.
1: And uh, and Lando, Lando, yeah, he does Lando. call you Lando a lot. Yeah. yeah,
0: he does. I guess that's maybe, maybe I hear Lan, Lambo and he says Lando. Maybe that's what I think it's all the time. So, um, like I said, baseball is obviously still, um, you know, in the meat of their season. This weekend they traveled to number six Arkansas and um, dropped a couple tough ones. And we talked about the, the beginning of the season, how important it was not to get swept um, in SEC play. And um, that was a real real possibility for them to, to accomplish that goal. This is the second time they've been swept now. Um, and, I mean, I know they're playing a tough schedule. Yep. Um I realized that I mean grabbing a win against the number sixteen in the nation wasn 't going to be easy, but they had their chances, and oh, they yeah. just weren 't we're able to capitalize yep.
1: yeah Friday night it was you know both pitchers struggled uh nine or eleven to nine was the final score um They jumped on crochet uh Arkansas just has hitters all all the way up and down their lineup um and it's it 's hard to get that many outs consecutively. Um, but they, they jumped on him. Um, and once once a team jump jumps on you, especially at home, it's hard to, like, take the crowd back out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, a team's rolling. Uh, then the crowd gets into it. You know, it makes it that more difficult to get out. Um, so I feel like that was part of But, you know, Tennessee's offensive came as well. And we scored nine runs. Evan Russell had four RBIs. Lipsius homered. Um... For I think his second his second game in a row, I think he homered, and then Saturday um, lost that one, fifteen to three. And like I said, it was just Arkansas got hot offensively, and right? They they just got in, in a groove. I think they scored eight in two innings, the third and the fourth inning. I think they scored uh, four in both of those innings, and then Zach um, Zach Daniels was the one to home run. In that, and uh, then Sunday came, and it looks like Tennessee was on their way to a victory. Uh, Zach Lingenfelter pitched a heck of a game. He's had two solid outings so far. Yeah, he has. Um, in his last two starts, he struck out nine, and then Redmond Walsh came in. He's usually the the closer, um, but was able to give Tennessee a solid five innings, and you know just pitched his heart out. And uh, Arkansas was. They hit a game-time home run in the, in the bottom of the ninth and then uh, ended up winning it on a walk-off in the 10th. So, you know, like you said, Tennessee had their chances. You know, you just kind of got to move on. Um, right. It was there, and Tennessee competed. But like Tony Vitello said on his radio show, um, that we have nothing to show for
0: it. No. That, I mean, didn't that, win. And that, yeah, that's the tough part is, you know, you did play them close in two games. Um, and that, that kind of you know sucks, you have nothing to show for, it, but you definitely had your chances to hop on. Yeah. It't wasn't, it, it wasn't like you played a team you necessarily should have beat. I mean, I like to think we should have gotten at least one game out of them., yeah. but it's not necessarily a team you should beat. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have your chances there in any game, it's, it's tough to walk away and not not with a win at least in one of the three. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean your, your slate doesn't necessarily get easier. Um, I mean, not that Missouri is a top-tier team or anything, but you're playing SEC baseball against some quality sides. Um, getting any win and every win possible is very, very, very important. Um, at least you have had a really good season. It's, I guess that makes me feel a little bit better about games like that is um, you know, you you're not clawing and fighting your way to get into the tournament at this point. Yeah. You'll, you'll be in Hoover, mm-hmm. assuming you, you don't fall apart. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, I mean, that would still require like Kentucky and South Carolina really picking up some steam. Um, but assuming, you know, everything stays status quo at the moment. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, t- it's tough It's tough to go in and drop three in a weekend. Um, still definitely some stuff to look forward to, uh, even though it was a disappointing weekend.
1: Yeah. And Tennessee's dealing with some injuries, especially at first base. Mm-hmm. I think Alex Solare um, played first base a lot this weekend. He's been in left field. Most of the year, so that's kind of a new position for him. Luke Lipsius um, was really coming on strong, really having a good season, and got hurt. And uh, then first base kind of opened up. Max Ferguson took over that role and was, you know, coming on offensively, a really good defender. And uh, then he gets hurt. So yeah. we've had two of our first basemen get hurt, um, and that's that's tough when you know two of your top hitters. Um, and really finding their stride offensively and defensively and then to lose both of those guys, it really hurts. But, um, you know, next man up. yeah, Somebody's got to step up and and fill that role. And I feel like Tennessee's had some guys this year to be able to come in and and get timely hits and stuff like that. So, um, But, yeah, they they go into this weekend at home, back at home against number 25 Missouri. Um, Missouri's coming off a sweep um, over South Carolina. Last weekend, um, they're thirty and fifteen and one,
0: which is weird. I don't know how you tie. It, yeah, I thought you could only tie in soccer. Well, that's why everybody—it was in an
1: SEC play. It was
0: like I thought that's why everyone sport. hated soccer. It was the only sport you could tie in.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> it, it was a Sunday game, so I don't know if that had anything to do. with oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I'm
0: kind of curious. I need probably go look at like the weather report versus yeah. timing and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm sure that all played into it. Yeah. So I they're
1: ten 10 and one in the SEC, but they're only eight nine and one on the road. Um, so that that's good news for Tennessee, but they are in third in the SEC East. Um, so if Tennessee wants to take back that third position, you know this is the
0: weekend to do. Yeah, it. I was about to say this is a jump weekend. You, know? yep. can, you can get ahead of someone here? Yep. So that would be nice to see. Um, anything else for Tennessee baseball before we go ahead? Yeah. And move so on Tennessee on. got a big um,
1: commit this week from Sherez Butcher. Um, he was a former Mississippi State commit. Tennessee was able to flip him. Um, he's a right-handed pitcher from Indiana. He's about 6'4", 200 pounds. His fastball tops out around ninety four to ninety five miles an hour. So just a big kid and somebody that's able to, you know, fill up the mound. A guy that just yeah huge looks like a tight end <laughs> pitching to you. You're gonna feel a little bit intimidated when you step into the box. So good good to get some of those. You know, has done an excellent job recruiting since he's been at Tennessee. Um, and hopefully he's able to, you know, keep building this program. You like what you see so far.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah, we're like, I think we said it last week. We really talked about how we're just, it's nice to see us trending in the right direction. It may not, we're definitely not there by any means. Um, but we're, we feel like at this point in time, we're moving there. Yeah. And that that's good to see. That's really all you can ask, um, especially for such a young program. Oh, yeah. It's not like you got a abundance of, of. um uh, uh, mature veterans or something. It's 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 young guys that most mostly young guys you're you're using here, um, so so that's nice to see. Uh, speaking of young guys, looking over at football recruiting, Sunis. Yeah, so the Sunnies, um
1: you know, we're we're looking at the spring and looking at all the freshmen that have, you know, already contributed so far in the Orange and White game um, and in spring practice, and you're you're not even you don't even have half of, them. yeah. Um, if you look, you still have. You know, Darnell Wright, Henry Tioto, Jackson Lampley, Roman Harrison, Savion Williams, Melvin McBride, Aaron Beasley, Elijah Simmons, who made an appearance at the NFL draft. Yep. got some love from J.J. Watt. He got a lot of love from J.J. Watt. Yeah.
0: J.J. Watt likes some big guys. Yeah.
1: Speaking of recruiting, J.J. (laughs) Watt's trying to recruit him to the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. And then Daryl Middleton, uh, Sean Brown, uh, Jared Means, and then Anthony Harris is a question mark. I think there's some academic issues there. Mm-hmm. Not sure if he will blue shirt or kind of what the deal is there. But, you know, he is still committed to Tennessee. Um, and then three-star cornerback Kenny Solomon, also probably a, a blue shirt prospect. But, you know, somebody who's on his way to Tennessee. Is, I think he ran a 4-4. Um, yeah. From Myrtle. I think he's from Myrtle Beach. Uh, yes. And, uh, and then we have D'Angelo uh, Gibbs and Aubrey Solomon, which is, we still haven't heard anything about their um, eligibility. Right. Both Remember?
0: did participate in spring practice, but still awaiting eligibility.
1: Yeah. And it's, I think it's stupid. Have you seen the, the Brock Hoffman and the Luke Ford? Game? Yeah. I've
0: seen all the deals about how, and both of them were denied, correct? And yes. both of them are appealing again, correct? Yeah. So
1: okay. Brock Hoffman is an offensive guard. He was at Coastal Carolina. Um, transferred to Virginia Tech because his mother had a brain tumor. Right. Um, and got it removed. Um, and they basically told him that it was five miles out of the 100 mile radius of their home, VT was. And then um, they said the doctors said that his mom is getting better. <laughs> and so that's why they denied him. Interesting. That doesn't make any sense.
0: No, and I will say this about the two guys that we we're waiting appeals. Neither of them really have much of a case in terms of like family or whatever. Yeah. Per, like per As far as we know, nothing publicly that's personally brought yeah. them to the University of Tennessee, yeah, but...
1: I, Sol- <laughs> I mean, they're both... Uh, Solomon is moving closer to home.
0: I thought he was... Which one's from... I thought he's from, like, California.
1: He is originally from... Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, I don't I mean, know... Who... Gibbs is from Georgia, but he was yeah. at Georgia, so that was...
0: Sorry. I don't know who I thought was from California. Okay. So, never mind. I guess Solomon yeah, could be he, different. He is a be-
1: I think he is a better case, could but be I mean, still... They I feel like they both have the same case at Tate Martell and just Right. That, I was about
0: to say on the flip side of that, it also looks like if you don't have a case, better for you. Yeah. So And, and
1: Luke Ford was at Georgia uh, transferred to Illinois um and he wanted to move closer to home because his grandpa was sick and he wanted to see him play. Yeah. Um so I mean that NCAA that's pretty sad. Yeah. That's pretty sad you can't, you know, approve these guys who you know, coast of Carolina to Virginia Tech. That's a big jump. Right Um, So I mean What's it hurting? Right I mean I don't feel like It's given anybody A huge advantage
0: No I mean Um, I don't
1: The only thing I would say I would say it gives Ohio State a Big advantage And Miami a big advantage To have Tate Martell Miami benefits
0: the most Of any transfer currently Because at least Ohio State Let's assume Tate Martell doesn't transfer And Justin Fields Is ineligible You still have Tate Martell Yeah Whereas Miami had Who knows who Yeah And then they get Tate Martell
1: yeah, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I know, I know it's about money, yeah, um, and ratings and everything like that. But it, it's just sad that the NCAA makes its money around student athletes, and, and they don't tend to now.
0: Uh, Eason didn't get a waiver, and no. he moved closer to home. But I mean, no. they had no family like illness or anything like that. Yeah, but he did move closer to home.
1: So apparently, they both
0: Tate Martell and Justin
1: Fields hired lawyers. And well, so they hired
0: some lawyer that's apparently known for like winning that appeal, winning that waiver. Okay. Yeah, so, so you gotta have. Money. I think it's Luke Ford's family has now hired that guy. Okay. I believe. Cool. What? I don't think it. What's the Virginia Tech guy's name? Um, Brock Hoffman. I don't think it was him. I think it was Luke that his family hired. So it's looking like he could get eligible.
1: Yeah. I mean, go hire this guy.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: But I mean, then, then I mean, it's still about money. Yeah. Because uh, I'm sure that
0: guy's charging a buttload. Yeah. I would. Maybe NCL is getting a cut. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Um, I mean what's so looking at this Wall class, the guys that aren't on campus, I mean, there's four or five guys that legitimately could be day one starters. Yeah. Judging by our needs and what could could come about. Uh maybe that maybe I'm too optimistic and that lesson, so like two or three guys, um, which is probably the case. Um, but I mean you're probably thinking Darnell Wright's gonna be um, a day one starter. Um, I, I would say Tioto, but we're, we're – we've got a lot at linebacker. I'm not going to say a lot of talent, but we've got a lot of people and a yeah. lot of people who have been here for longer than him at linebacker. Um, I think Savion Williams, how thin our defensive line is, is a guy that could start. Um, and same for Roman Harrison. Yeah. Uh, I think it's possible. And then, I mean, Jackson Lampley is just a four-star, but I think, again, that offensive line, You when you talk about their needs – Yep. It's very, very good possibility he comes in and, and is a day one starter.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at the class as a whole, you have like ten or twelve guys that could see like first and second yep. team
0: reps. Yep. There's definitely plenty of, um, there may be plenty asked of this freshman class. Yeah. And guys, and plenty that are not on campus currently that may may be asked to do a lot. Yeah.
1: And and that's a great selling
0: point for Tennessee right now is you're able to play these freshmen. I think um, it was Jerry Pruitt after the Vanderbilt game. They're like, "How do you recruit?" And he's like, "I mean, the only thing you can say is you can start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's that's I mean, about they, all yeah. you can say." <laughs> so um, I'm sure they've been out there telling every kid that they could talk to that, "Hey, you, you will start yeah. day one. Come on." So, um, hey, it's gotten uh, several talented kids to maybe sign with us. Maybe that's why they're with us. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I mean, there's there is there is quite a bit of talent in this class. I mean, it's not the greatest class by any means, but um, they finished with an SEC rank of seven, which sounds bad, but finished with a national rank of twelve. So how bad is it? You know, what I mean, right. you're you're in the SEC. You just gotta. Um, but you know, a, overall a decent yeah, class. Yeah, I, I guarantee everybody that's ahead of us had a lot better record than we did. Oh yeah, I mean, like like I said, it's not I, it's not the greatest or anything, but it's it's okay. And you there is some talent, and you did address. Uh, we talked about it. While it's not the flashiest class, it did address needs. Yeah. So it, it addressed needs. Um, um and
1: Harrison Bailey's gonna their twenty twenty commit um four star quarterback is headed to the Elite Eleven
0: and he is also recruiting very hard
1: yes um and he is he won the he was the regional MVP of the regional combine or what the I don't know if it was rivals I don't know really what it was but it was the regional a uh, regional combine he was the MVP of it and then. Um, he's gonna compete at the Elite Eleven, so that's okay. huge. Yeah,
0: it is big. And I like the I don't know who the last was Jarek Grantano Elite Eleven? Yeah. He was? Okay. Josh Dobbs, I think. And then he didn't make it very far, but he was in the Elite Eleven competition. And Brian Maurer was in it too. Was he? Okay. That's crazy that they're rated so low but they made it to the camp. Just obviously I feel like to get that invite's a big deal. Oh yeah. So it's crazy. But sorry if I interrupted you. What were you saying? No, you're good. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean,
1: I think we're, we're heading in the right direction in that aspect as well. That we're just recruiting needs and not just stars. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I know we, we've talked about that a ton, but, um, I mean, you, you look at the, the class that was, that could have been drafted this year. Right. Um, you look, Jalen Hurd, Preston Williams, um, I think Galdon was in there, and John Kelly.
0: Yeah, was, that, was it? Was nah, class? class of fourteen would have been the Todd Kelly legacy class. Okay, all so that. like Barnett. Well, wait, but Jalen Hurd was in college an extra year because of right? right?
1: Yeah, so it would have been two thousand. That was two thousand fourteen, right? four or 15. fifteen class, fourteen class,
0: fifteen class. I think. Yeah, I think it was because fourteen would have been. The, two years younger than us. Yeah. So, yeah, the 15-class – yeah, I, I was about to mention that. Just the um, – you know, we, you said addressing needs and not necessarily offering stars. I definitely think there's some middle ground to that. Like if there's a guy that's really good um, and you have a chance to get him, don't you don't necessarily make room for a lesser guy just because you need an offensive lineman or whatever. Oh, yeah. But right now where we're at, what's the point in going out and chasing all these five-star running backs when there's literally no one to block for him?
1: And I know, <laughs> I know why Butch Jones was – doing that because he couldn't develop anybody yeah. so he had to go get the best of the best <laughs> yeah. um which didn't work out as well
0: um but i mean i definitely think there's middle you know you've got to find that sweet spot of of getting your needs and then getting the best available i mean i and nfl drafts talk about that same kind of deal definitely a middle ground of drafting who you need on your team and then the best available player at the time you know i think you got to weigh what's what how good is that player, the best available player, versus what your need is and how yeah. bad is your need. And there's definitely middle ground to it. I don't know currently how good Jeremy Pruitt is addressing that that middle ground. Um, I, I do know right now I am pleased with how we're meeting our needs. I'd also like that we're meeting our needs with some of the best available players. You went out and got Wayne Morris and uh, Darnell Wright at line. You got Henry Tioto, who a lot of people did not have going to Tennessee um, at least until you know it, the a lot of the crystal balls started getting there late, but not for a while. Um, so I mean, you're, you're getting a lot of these best available guys that are also going to address your needs. Yeah. Uh, I will say that. So I, I again, I don't know how well he's doing just going and getting the best available at some points, but I'm pretty pleased with how he's getting the best available people that are meeting our needs too. Yeah. So
1: yeah, you look at. Kavars Crouch, you need a running back, you got that. You needed a, a quarterback, you got that. Um, and I, I think you go after what you need,
0: and then you take the best
1: best available. Which yeah. I, I think does that's what you're saying. Yeah,
0: just find that middle ground. I mean, and yeah, I mean, if like again, I yeah that, and then you know if there's an offensive lineman that because obviously that's what we need right now. You gotta and he's just. You know, it's a three star, or whatever, maybe a lower four star, four star that you're thinking is not quite there, and then you've got this really great wide receiver, which we know we don't need a ton of wide receiver depth right now, and but he's great, and you've got room for him if you don't offer that offensive lineman. I mean, who do you get? You, that's where you got to find. You got you have to find that middle ground and mm-hmm. find out how can that off. Do you believe that offensive lineman can help you address that need? And if not, you go get the best. You know that best wide and receiver. I think
1: that's what's so great about the. I mean, I wouldn't say it's great, but the transfer portal—you have so many yeah people transferring nowadays that you—if you're not able to get them in your signing class, then you can get them through the transfer. Yeah, um, you know, like often, like we needed defensive line. We didn't get, we got some um, in this class, but we also got a big time one for Michigan as well. Yeah, he
0: is big. If we get him eligible, that yeah. that does a lot for our defense. Because defensive I mean, line.
1: what's in a job? What's the best thing that you can have? Experience. Yeah. And so, I mean, you get these guys who have played at that level, um, and that just helps your team all around.
0: Absolutely, transfers can definitely be very beneficial, very beneficial. Um, looking, anything else for Tennessee football before I move on?
1: No, I'm good. Um, well, I think
0: I'm. I think I'm good.
1: Actually, I'll just. Um, so we we had some guys sign um, undrafted free agent. Oh yeah, deals. Um, so Sha Tuttle um, signed with the New Orleans Saints. Kyle Phillips with the New York Jets. Cortez Sapp with the Tennessee Titans. And then Micah Abernathy with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, So just a few guys weren't drafted. um, But guys who, you know, played a lot at Tennessee. And, you know, some of them were were leaders on the field. I think Kyle Phillips has a real shot at being an NFL player. Yeah. Um, Especially his last year. He had that body of work. He has he has the the size the the speed the talent is there it just I think injuries lack of development from the previous coaching staff and you know I think this whatever system he plays in will can make or break him
0: right I mean that's very true I think when we talked about because we obviously did not have a lot of. Uh, Valls to talk about as we prepared for the NFL draft. Um, but I think we mentioned it a little bit. Kyle Phillips is probably the guy we see get drafted if anyone were to go, Sha Tuttle, maybe if anybody were to go. So I think those are the two guys I look at if I'm going who's gonna make an NFL roster, whether or a practice squad. I think those are my guys still. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you you got a point of, yeah, you know, the system can definitely um, be a big, big deal, especially for um, a guy who plays end. Kyle Phillips, yeah. whereas maybe lesser for somebody like Tuttle. Tuttle's going to need a ton of work. But I, I thought he, him or Phillips, Tuttle more for his size, may sneak in late in the draft. They weren't, but they did get signed, um, which still gives them potential to make an NFL roster.
1: Which is crazy to me that Kyle Phillips didn't get drafted, but Khalil McKenzie did. Did he? Yeah, he got drafted by the wow. Chiefs. Okay. okay. Um, and that that just – I was just like – I mean, maybe it was his dad. That might have something to do with it, um, just of who he is. And, yeah. And, and he's got the size. He's got the NFL body type. Um,
0: and then he got moved to offensive line almost immediately. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, that was something he wasn't at Tennessee. So, I, th- I think Kyle Phillips probably had a better body of work than Kahlil McKenzie, especially that their last year. If you mm-hmm. just compare the, the last two years, um, I would definitely pick Kyle Phillips over.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And Again,
1: it, it goes to needs. Um, yeah. And what, do you, what you're looking for in,
0: in a player. So, Right, absolutely. So um, what did you think about the draft? What did I think about the draft? Well, it was an interesting draft because I just didn't – how many exciting players were there coming out? See, like how many are you like, I can't wait to see in the NFL, to see what they do, to see like – were there really a lot? I, w-
1: I wouldn't say a lot. Um, I, I like I like seeing people that Tennessee played against, and I know I've, I've seen them play. Um, yeah. Or guys that were with those high-tier programs like Clemson. and You saw that defensive line, so you saw a lot of those guys. Mississippi State, you saw a lot of those guys go. Um, Alabama, of course. So, I mean, there were some guys that I think If I didn't watch Tennessee, that I really wouldn't pay attention to. Right, that's fair. Um, But, I mean, after the first day, it's just like, ugh. Unless you're drafting a quarterback. Right.
0: So, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely was just, uh, I don't know.
1: Props to Nashville.
0: I was about to say, that kept me in it, was being able to kind of just see how the crowd each day, seeing how people reacted to it that were there. Some uh, some people I knew who went to the NFL draft their first time, obviously at an NFL draft, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, just the way Nashville did it was spectacular, and um, I feel like it definitely changed the way the NFL may approach it and how they try to put it on. So that was awesome and brand new too. I mean that oh, yeah. that was very different than anything they've done. Yeah. So and, and it
1: showed like how much people. I think just Tennessee in general is just like a football state. Yeah,
0: it, it showed the passion I think for sports in the state of Tennessee. Yeah, the state of Tennessee has proven time and time again that they will support their sports teams if you put a winning product on the field or yeah. the court or the whatever diamond. Um, I mean, they, they've proven they'll support you. I mean, I mean but well. you can't give us mediocre stuff unless you're at the University of Tennessee, and I was about then to we'll say give you. you, then we'll support you regardless. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. that's about it. Yeah. You are lucky you've been around since uh, seventeen ninety
1: four, so yeah, you can't underestimate Vol Nation.
0: They will always show up
1: no matter what. Yeah, we it's couldn't, incredible. We would still sell out the big games if we went if we didn't win a game for like three seasons.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um I, I will say, I mean, I, I I don't take Kyler Murray number one. I don't like that pick. I I do like the Dolphins getting Rosen, and I'm not a Rosen fan. But yeah. I'm curious to see how that plays out. I, I like that trade. Um, but uh, I am excited to see what Kyler Murray does in terms of – now, I don't like that he has to be a day one starter no matter what. I feel like that hurts him. But I'm excited to see him play and what he can do at Arizona.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he's exciting. He, yeah. He's
0: fun to watch. And you, if, if you listen to any of his press conferences
1: or interviews or anything like that, you know, like, you have to kind of like the guy. Yeah.
0: For sure,
1: um, he, he's very humble and you know knowledgeable about the game. So it's somebody that I did not like, Nick <laughs> Bosa. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan
0: of him at all. Did you listen to him? I just know. I mean, I have not. I didn't listen to him during the draft, but I'm i not a fan of him.
1: Not have you seen? So you you've been watching All American. Yeah, he reminds me <laughs> of like California
0: rich. Yeah, well, that, that's what he reminds me of. He'll be in San Francisco, so there you go. Yeah, um, I am excited for Quentin Williams uh, to see. I mean, that Jets defense is already pretty good. Going to make it better um, now if they can find it with their offense. Yeah, they'll be a decent team. Um, and unpopular opinion, I do hate the pick. It's stupid, Daniel Jones at New York. I will say this: I like. I watched um, the East and West game. I think I've said it on the show or the East uh, Senior Bowl. And um, he looked better. I still don't take him at six. Do not misunderstand me. Mm-hmm. I did like him better than Drew Locke. Yeah, I do like Drew Lock to Denver though. Maybe not where they got him, but I like Drew Lock to Denver. But I'm, that may be the lowest he drops. So in the Giants, I don't,
1: I don't understand it um, because you had a uh, you're the 17th
0: pick. Yep. So you I that means you you could have got it. That man's falling to 17. Yeah, he's falling to the second round because if you don't take a quarterback right there. No one else takes a quarterback. No. Nope.
1: You look, until 15, the Redskins got their guy, which is awesome. I love that pick. I love Do how you? Washington just let him fall. They didn't trade up. They just let him fall.
0: He's from Maryland. I don't like that pick. Um, You don't? I just feel like, I mean, I'm not. I'm impressed with Dwayne Haskins' arm strength and his arm talent or whatever. I've apparently picked Manny Hates when people say that. But other than that, I'm not incredibly impressed with him. I just, I mean, I guess that's the lowest he's gonna fall. So I guess you have got a point there. Yeah.
1: But I just, I mean, if you need a quarterback, you take the best of Not guy. a fan. You don't of, reach.
0: Not a fan of Dwayne Haskins. But I mean, I see. I don't know. You, you say you don't reach. Maybe I don't know. I, I
1: just think I think it's cool that he's from Maryland. Yeah. He's I gonna mean, be I'll, playing 30 minutes away from his his hometown. Um. So I, I think that's that's cool. And I I liked his reaction when they picked Daniel Jones, and he, he kind of did that snicker. It just. <laughs>
0: I feel like that sounds like he doesn't want to be at Washington. I will no, say that. No, when the Giants
1: picked Daniel Jones. I
0: know. I'm saying I feel like Dwayne Haskins, like he was like, the rest of the NFL made a mistake. And I'm like, so what team do you want to go to? Oh, yeah. So, um, which wasn't it Rosen that said that when he dropped to the Cardinals? Yeah. So, uh, track record of saying that isn't good. I will. You know who I did like in this draft and everything leading up to it and last year was terrible, but the Oakland Raiders I feel like drafted well.
1: You know I mean, they had a ton of first. Well. They
0: had a ton of first rounders, but you know who
1: else drafted well?
0: Carolina. The way you said that, no, no. I haven't I mean, looked at their. They didn't have bad. Yeah. Um,
1: the New England
0: Patriots. Oh, they always do. And they probably got three white guys that no one's heard of. It's crazy. They got
1: the best. I, I think the best wide receiver in the draft um, at thirty-two. And then they got they got Jared Stidham. I forgot who else they got. Um, I thought the Cardinals had a good draft as well. Um, It's easier when you got that first pick, Um, but I I feel like they had a they had a great pick as well, great draft. Who didn't have a great draft
0: is who did I say earlier? The Buccaneers didn't have a good one. Yeah, the Buccaneers are terrible. Um, The Giants, obviously, a lot of people like the rest of the Giants picks. I'm just like, I don't know how you recover from using your sixth pick on Daniel Jones. Yeah, like I don't know how you recover from that. It's like
1: a morphed. Eli Manning, which yep. a less tight Eli Manning. <laughs> the Rams had a bad draft. They took the running back from Memphis, who I like, but I don't think you needed a running back that early. Yeah. Um, I think they could have used a pick um, with one of their DBs, but I don't know because they have some older DBs. That I keep to leaves like 40. <laughs> He's still snatching chains. Still right? snatching chains. The Cowboys had a bad draft too. They always have a terrible draft, except when they got Zeke.
0: And well, yeah, Pack. because they have what's his name making the decisions. Yeah. Duh. Stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I didn't watch much of the draft. I mean, obviously, I, I kept up with it, but um, not. Nah, I don't Are you know. Big on Just Will Greer. I gotta ask. Am I big on Will Greer? Yeah. I mean, he proved me wrong when I said he was. Well, he. I will say this: him being in Charlotte. I mean, we made him look really good in Charlotte. So. Yeah. Maybe that's the place for him. I don't know. I mean, uh, I think he's better than I thought he was. I'll say that. Yeah. But I, I, I always think it's
1: cool when you get drafted by
0: your hometown team. I didn't know he was from Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean I don't I don't think he's gonna beat out Cam Newton. No, no, nah, that's not gonna happen. You know, he could probably be the backup for sure. Potentially, yeah. I mean Cam Newton He's been injured or he's been banged up. Not Joe. Yeah. He's been banged up lately. So and I would love to have you a made...
1: quarterback out there that could actually throw it to all these 5'10 receivers that we have. Because <laughs> um, Cam Newton can't, because he's 6'5. He throws it way over their head. You don't have Kelvin. Mate, Cam England.
0: Newton terrible? Huh? Just kidding. I was trying to trap you. Yeah. I mean, terrible is not the right I would, word. I would love a different. I would
1: love to see what we'd look like with a different quarterback. I don't know if I want. I Cam Newton you'll see it in I, the I preseason. Cam. I love Cam. You'll see yeah. it in the preseason. Yeah. So. There you go. Get Josh Dawes. Get, get him.
0: <laughs> nah, maybe not. Anyway. Um, Jumbotron. Moving on to our segments. Jumbotron. So Jumbotron.
1: Top three athletic skills. You or obstacles or something like that. Athletic skills,
0: I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I. I guess I did. Yeah.
1: Athletic skills that you wish
0: you could do. Okay, so I'll I'll start out, and I was it me and you having this debate, or somebody else? Um, But it it, it reminded me of this debate. Um, And if you're you're in right now, maybe let us know your top three athletic skills that you would do if you could choose any, and you were able to do whatever you wanted. Um, Someone we talked about it. Whether you were able to, you choose one or the other: dunk a basketball or be money from three. Ooh, and I was like, I mean, if I'm like a basketball player i think i'd rather just be money from three than be able to dunk it but like being pickup but just playing pickup basketball casually like i do dunk basketball especially if i'm like five, eight. Oh yeah <laughs> like still five seven five eight how tall i am now being able to go up. i mean yeah if i'm six five that'd still be cool too but that yeah <laughs> um but yeah dunker basketball is something i wish i was able to do and like easily not like have to work for it like just pop okay. dunk on people so my first
1: one i would like to Kick like a forty or fifty yard dong punch.
0: You want me to teach you? Yeah. Can you kick a fifty? Not right now, but I used to be able to. I guarantee you, I could give me a month. No, not a month. Give me you. Give me enough. Let's say two weeks to prep, and I don't think I kick a fifty. I kicked a forty-two a couple, couple months ago. So yeah, I just think it's cool. Like, if you kick a game winner, like, oh yeah, I never have the chance. You're,
1: you're probably the the wussiest player on on the field most times. I mean, let's be real. No. I mean, let's be real. No. Like, I'm talking about in the NFL. A kicker no. is probably the wussiest person on the...
0: NFL. Have you seen some of the kickers? You're mean. I'm. I. Trevor Daniel is an anomaly. Um, <laughs> Janikowski? Not Janikowski. Uh, yeah, yeah Janikowski. Janikowski. He's huge. I'm saying Gostowski when I said it. Yeah, Janikowski.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking of more like...
0: I know who you're think thinking of. Norm. You're thinking of like the kickers that like Cherokee Hospital had. Yeah. <laughs> Get right. out of here with that crap. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean you're the man like if you yeah, no, can no, I know when you don't punch it you're the man I know yeah, I'm aware you're walk off <laughs> against OV. yeah I know I agree with you there but one with to... my
1: foot. <laughs> That's how terrible y'all are I one with my foot
0: okay okay um my next one is and this is just for like personal use all the time is just be able to uh hit a golf ball really far <laughs> Don't matter how far, just really, <laughs> just really far, way farther than I hit it now. <laughs> that's that's it. That's all I know is be able to hit a golf ball way farther. I mean, like, if you could hit two hundred yards consistently, would you take it? I can hit it two yards, two hundred yards consistently, three hundred then. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, two fifty. Yeah, I, uh, I'd want it if I'm like picking my athletic ability, three hundred consistently. What about two hundred sixty nine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll say this: if I could. If I could walk out on any given day and hit my drive two seventy, I'd be a lot better golfer. I'll say that. I'll teach you. Okay. <laughs> I mean think of how many think of how many guys you impress on the course when you just smack a golf ball really far. Like dong ball, punch. Just dong punch a golf ball. Yeah. So and I mean I need to be a really I need to work and then I can focus on my short game when <laughs> we can get everything figured out. But <laughs> Yeah. We'll hit the green. Yeah. And then we'll just we'll wing it from there. Exactly. I don't even need to know how to put if I can hit the ball that far. Yeah, Come out here and see the can just amazing golf ball driver guy. Whack,
1: whacker guy.
0: <laughs> whacker guy. That's it. Yeah. Or you could just, I don't know if you could, is this, is it legal? It's not legal. You have to hit it with the the head of your club. That's boring. Sorry. Sorry. Golf sucks.
1: <laughs> um, so my next one, um, strike out someone with a knuckleball. Throwing a knuckleball would be sweet. Dude, if you could strike somebody out, like that's nasty.
0: I don't understand how you throw a knuckleball. Like, I don't get it. So, like, your contact. I'm not, I'm not positive
1: on the science, but so you, you have it like this, and you throw it, and so the last second it just dies from, like, the lack of spin.
0: Yeah, I'm just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, your contact on it has to be, like, really weird between, like, your hand, your fingers, like, your contact has to be weird with it to get it to, like, move Yeah, abnormally. Like, hitting a knuckleball with a soccer ball. Makes sense to me in terms of like how you hit it and like, like you talk about the no spin and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that makes sense because you're you're hitting it, you're not just like releasing it. So yeah. that makes sense to me. But the yeah, throwing a knuckleball is it mom? It's mind blowing. I'll if you got it.
1: somebody reaching on a knuckleball and they like fall to their knee after they swing, ooh, <laughs> ooh, just try, Shit, you're man. just trying to embarrass
0: people now. I'll throw my glove. Just in the to
1: fence after that. I'm done. I'm, I'm <laughs> walk s- off. You're out of your here. <laughs> yeah, walk off. Walk that's off pitch. Yeah. Walk off
0: pitch. I'm out. I guess you could technically have a walk off pitch if you're in the if you're the home team and you're leading the top of the yeah top of the ninth. Or you could just hit somebody. Um, <laughs> yeah. and bring in a run. So there you go. That's
1: it too. You can end in the game multiple times. Yeah,
0: multiple ways. Um, my last one I've struggled with because I'm like, there's so many cool things that I wish I could do in a sport. Throw a football far. You know. I don't know, I'm trying to think of the other ones that I was... And, like, soccer, there's so many things I'd choose to be good at in soccer if, like, I could. I think my last one is also baseball. I would love, and I'm going to get into the stupidity in a second, I would love to, con- like, especially when I was younger, to be able to throw baseball just really hard. $89 an hour. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I've never done it. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I mean, how many people just go and consistently throw high 80s? Oh, I know who, I know who you're... Oh, it, it It's really about everybody, <laughs> about not just about one. Not about one individual, but yeah, I mean, like, it'd be so. It'd be, like, how much fun would it be to just walk out on a mound at high school? Like, you pitched against, or you uh, hit against Trevor Clifton. Yeah, and like, how many times have you seen ninety miles per hour before? <laughs> so like, he walks out on the mound and just all he has to do is throw throw fastballs. Yeah. So all week, <laughs> so we we
1: had the bat like super close. And we're just working on hands. And Jacobs, who also throws, he throws hard. Yeah.
0: Probably. It's got to be close. 85. <laughs> at least 80. at one point it had to be close. And
1: he was in front of the mound. Throwing like literally it. like me to, uh, this is too money. small. Yeah. Um, but he was close. He, like his, his like mound that he has, the portable one, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, It was like not touching dirt at all. <laughs> So he was that close to us, just firing it, and we're just like,
0: see, I feel like it'd be nice to see him throw from the mound because it's all about like, and I mean, in the majors, aren't they just looking at release when the hand, the ball is getting released from the hand and like, yeah, like that's pretty much what you're doing is you're trying to time it. Like, you can't really see the ball. You're not necessarily swinging at the ball. You're swinging at where you think the ball's gonna be and when it's there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because I mean, if you, you're like, oh
1: crap, I gotta blink. Oh, it's bye. <laughs> it's over. Oh, I, I couldn't wait to strike
0: out. I was yeah. like, dude. Just give me, off this, give me out of this the first box. Pitch, I,
1: I was batting lead off. The first pitch, right at my head. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I could hear the sizzle on it.
0: And uh, the coach was like, stay in there. So I like, was like, oh, All those guys yeah. thought he was the man. I mean, he's, he played double-A ball for a while. I don't know if he went anywhere else. But, like, yeah. he really make it that far. But that dude was a shit for a while. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Crazy. So, being able to throw like that, like – I mean, I could go. I could have been on the baseball team, and like, I could have also played soccer. Cause they would have never made me practice. I'm like, yeah, just show up to the big ones and just throw a couple batters out. and We'll be fine. Yeah. Like, be the close. It would have been fine. Yeah. Hmm.
1: My next one. God, you took my Duncan, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up with another one.
0: you could be the money three-point shooter. <laughs> yeah, there you. Go. Think about um, that guy at a, a pickup basketball. Like, he, you're like, who invited him? Yeah, he doesn't I hate, miss. Hate that guy. I hate the guy that's taller than everybody too. Yeah, like
1: that guy sucks. Um, Tall guy. Hmm. I wish I okay. You're talking about throwing throwing a football. I wish I could throw it. Stand on the fifty, my heels on the fifty, and throw it through the back of my through the back of the end zone, not moving my feet. That'd be nice.
0: That'd be. I mean, you could probably throw a nine mile per fast fastball if you do that. Yeah, so I, I mean, I actually, guess I'm. <laughs> I'd love to be uh, accurate with it. I guess it's my extra one. I'm gonna give you all a free, a free one. Free like one. I'd love to be able to like hit uh, like moving targets and like drop it in like the back of the end zone, in a can. Like, yeah. Like, Just like throwing it to Juwan Jennings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love <laughs> that. Love that. Um, yeah. Share with us, your all's jumbotron. Like, what's one? You know, maybe one or three things you'd like to do um, that you never had a chance in hell doing. Um, just uh, tweet that at us, let us know you can leave it in the comments if you want. we'd love to tweet it though and interact. Um, that'd definitely be fun to do. Uh, moving on to our stupidity. I'm gonna kick us out kick us off excuse me, just in case Landon has this one. Um, I'm not gonna name a guy because he's a younger guy. We'll leave his name out of it but I'm gonna share this. If you're transferring high schools or if you're in the eighth grade going to ninth grade, we don't need to know. That you're choosing to go to a high school because technically you shouldn't be choosing to go to a high school. Yeah, you just go wherever you live. That's the first issue with it. Um, we don't need to know about it. it sounds like you're you kind of put your coaches in a rough position because it sounds like they're that you're recruiting, they're recruiting yeah. you.
1: It doesn't look good.
0: Um, and then also, there's really no reason to thank your middle school coaches in terms of like. Making it sound like you're apologizing to them because they're not coaching you anymore. <laughs> so I, I I don't understand the whole thing. Just go to high school like every other kid. If you get recruited for college, then you can go. Thank you know, do the whole respect. I, the and family. most of the time, I don't even like the whole decommitment stuff just because, unless something drastic happened, um, I really am not a fan of the decommitment stuff. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, again, there are exceptions to the rule. Yeah, but. If like you committed your first offer and then you decommitted, that's just stupid. I don't wanna see that. Um, and then also stupidity to the adults that defended it. Tell the kid to, you know, be more mature about it. I mean you gotta teach him. You're right, he's in eighth grade you know, in eighth grade, but you gotta teach him if he's ever gonna learn. Yeah. Talk Not to him.
1: Respect my decision stuff.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean and some somebody said to you back to you that you don't know the whole story. I don't need the whole know the whole story to go there's no reason for him to share that on Twitter. Yeah. Um, if I didn't, if he feels like I didn't need to hold need the, need to know the whole story, then don't share it on Twitter. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, so, um, I mean, again, I'm not like he's young, gonna make mistakes, but just for all of me, if any, there's any eighth graders out there listening, or anybody in high school that plans on transferring, don't do
1: that. Don't do it. It looks bad. Yeah, it looks real bad, especially to a, a school that just got caught cheating and <laughs> for recruiting. Season. Yeah. Um yeah not good Uh, my first one is Seth Davis who said I am a Gen Xer every time I hear an 80's music mix I feel like we should apologize to all the other decades has to be the worst decade for music since Mozart died okay Seth Davis you're an
0: idiot because 80's music rocks I was about to say 80's music is like I'm not going to say some of the best because I I won't say that but it it slaps. Yeah, absolutely. It's got more I slaps guess, and too, than like for me, 70s and 80s overlaps, so I'm just not confident on what's 70s and what's 80s. So, I guess I should say that. It could be some of the best, because yeah. like, I'll listen to 70s and 80s rock all the time, so I'm just not confident which one's in the 80s and which one's... Journey, Is that, like, are Prince. they... So, that is all 80s, so, like, Bon Jovi's, 80s? He's probably some of the 70s, too. Okay. See, Queens, 70s, 80s, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's why I'm saying I'm I'm, not, I'm gonna pull off because I'm not confident. Rick Springfield '80s. Sorry, is he '70s too? Maybe I can't remember. But I, there's a lot of good I, '80s music. Is your point? Yeah, I, I'm just too saying that, like, too much too much good '80s music. There's
1: too many songs that people still know every word to that was sung in the
0: 1980s. Too much good '80s music for you to have that take.
1: Yeah, that's that's, bad. that's the point. I mean, what the what else are you listening to? You listen to. Uh, Florida Georgia Line, like what? El- what else are you listening to? Yeah, you know, Meek Mill. Um, because I, I mean, I mess with Meek Mill. I, <laughs> I like mess with Meek, 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 Meek Mill. I mess with Meek Mill. Um, but I- I'm also not going to diss one of the best decades ever. Yeah, I wish
0: I was born in the 1980s. I would. I would like to. I would love to be an 80s kid. Yeah, I 70s, would. 80s kid. Yeah, I would love it. Absolutely. Be- Butt naked making <laughs> eggs all the time. I'm always butt naked making eggs. <laughs> My next one is, so Grit, I'm not sure they podcast. I've always meant to listen to it and just haven't had a chance. Grit Knox has a podcast that they, uh, I don't really know what they're, the whole, I think it's just guys being dudes kind of thing. Yeah, dudes being uh, yep. But they put out a list of nine um, athletic things to do. Um, I'll read the list real quick. It's one run of sub-5. Five seconds, 40. Two, throw a football, 40 yards. Three, kick a 35-yard field goal. Four, punt a football, 40 yards. Five, hit a 90-mile-per-hour pitch solidly, which we talked about how hard that is. Six, throw an 80-mile-per-hour fastball. Talked about how hard that is. Hit a 100-mile-per-hour tennis serve. Eight, 300-yard drive. Talked about that. Nine, 80 out of 100 free throws. Talked about that. We talked about all these, actually, now. Um, But a lot of people thought they could do a lot of them. And I'm here to tell you all, you can't. I mean, like the only the only reason I'm able to do three of these things is because I kicked in high school. Yeah, I'm not confident if I had not kick that I could do it, and then throw a football just because I've no, I can because we had that argument about 50 yards and I was like at like 40. I think I got to I think one time I hit like 47. Yeah. So I couldn't throw a 50, but you got 40. I need y'all to understand that like. If you're 45 years old, you're not running a four. No. Unless you're Justin Gatlin or Usain Bolt, yeah. you're not
1: running under I'm in, a five. Flat I'm 40. in
0: decent shape, and I was I was barely under five and a half. And, I mean, I still play soccer. Like, I still play pickup basketball all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty active, and I couldn't do it. The The fastest I've ever run is a four six, and I don't know how
1: I did it. I would <laughs> never do it again. Um, and it was hand-timed, wasn't it? Huh? Was it hand-timed or? Laser. It, it was it was hand time. I never did okay. a laser. I never went to any camps or anything yeah. like that. So it probably wasn't even a four six. But I'm gonna say it. But is. It, but I mean, <laughs> If the coach hates you, it could have been a four 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 five. Yeah. Or if the coach loves and you, I, it could have been I like a could
0: have been a four nine if I you like Sports in
1: like three years. I mean, I play softball I guess. but I haven't played like college sports in yeah. three years. And
0: there there's no way no and there's then no way. I know I could never touch a 90 mile per hour pitch. I couldn't hit a 90 mile per hit power pitch, let alone solidly. And then I don't know what the definition of solidly is—like in play, can't be a pop fly. I I don't know what that means. But I know none of you old men (laughs) could hit a 90 mile or throw a. Have you have you stood in a batting cage? I mean, like, okay, you've played baseball, so it's different. So we went to a batting cage, and I was uh, in—I think 50 or 60 mile per hour. And I mean, like, still that wasn't easy. No. Because, I mean, you're close and, like, you can't really see it coming at you until, like, it's out of the yeah. thing. And it wasn't easy. So, I know, 90, I know I'm not touching 90 mile per hour. Yep. Like, I just know it. And then throw an 80-mile-per-hour fastball. I mean, there's some high schoolers that are, like, good high school baseball players that are, like, doing their best to throw at 80 miles per hour. Yeah. So, 300-yard drive. I mean, if you're big, tall, and you've got a nice I'll swing, maybe. I'll say this. Maybe if, you've,
1: if you don't play – quarterback, or played baseball, you're not throwing 80 miles an hour. Unless <laughs> unless you're just a freak athlete who's yeah. never played anything, there's no way.
0: Yeah. I agree. And then 300-yard drive, I mean, that's difficult unless you get a real – and a lot of people are like, well, with rolling, I'm like, still. Like, 300-yard drive is a long drive. Yeah. Like, that's not easy to do. It's funny, me and Jonathan were talking about this, and then he hit a 300-yard drive the other day. Really? But he hit it – I mean, my brother averages like 250 to between 230 and 250. Like he's not hitting the ball far. He hit a bomb drive, caught it on the uh, – it was it went uphill back downhill, caught it on the down slope, and it rolled to like 310, I think, 315. So, I mean, he got lucky too. While he did hit it good, it only would have been like 280, yeah. 270. Um, he, caught it, he caught it right. And then 80 out of 100 free throws, let's say you're in shape – or let's say you're a good shooter, then you have to be in good shape to stand out there and shoot 100 free throws straight. Oh, yeah, 100. And then you're, if you haven't shot a lot lately, your arm's going to get real tired. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into that one. Yeah. Let, let's let say, I mean, think about this. You have to go 8 of 10, 10 times.
1: Yeah, there's no way.
0: <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, I might get 60. Yeah. I might get 60. And then, like, let's and let's say you give me, since I have the advantage, to kick a 35-yard field goal. You're like, you get one shot. Pun a football, 40 yards, you get one shot. I may not do those. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they said five. Five, I'm pretty confident I can do those with five opportunities. But still, like if you were like, all right, since you did it, like and like since you've done it growing up, like most of your life, I still, I still uh, coach some people and help some people. So I, I'm still like done, and I know the mechanics of it still, and like I'm fresh, pretty fresh, fresh in my mind. So I mean, yeah, if you give me one opportunity, I still don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. Not, not extremely confident in that one. Yeah, but. Yeah, no, for all you people, that is stupid if you think you can do those. Yeah, you're a liar. I mean, again, if you've done some of them for your whole life, maybe. Yeah. But it ain't guaranteed. No. You got any more? That's all I got. That's all you got. I've got also the uh, Bachelorettes. that got their party run by the Ooh, NFL I Draft. I do have one, so. How did you... I mean, the NFL Draft isn't like some random thing. Like, they're like, I mean, it, only, it happens every year, and I only get married once. Yeah, but, like, how you didn't know it was coming to Nashville is beyond me. Yeah, like, do you... Are you marrying a guy? I mean, that and like if you're from the state of Tennessee, you definitely should know. I feel like in somebody that you're with,
1: somebody in your party had to know.
0: Someone there was one party that was like, Yeah, my dad told me, but we had already booked it. So I mean I guess that's fair.
1: And some people enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you gotta make the best of your bad. Yeah, some of these people were like, Oh, but I don't want to party with a bunch of football guys. I'm like, first off, ho. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you at the bars on Saturdays. <laughs> Sorry, that was inappropriate. I apologize to all yeah. my friends, family. Yeah, you married.
1: You married a football guy, probably.
0: Probably. Did he, you, did, you said you did have another one, though. I do. I do have no, another okay. one. Okay. It's it's related to Kim Kardashian West. Oh. Um.
1: She tweeted at eight seventeen last night. Keeping up with the Kardashians airs in forty five minutes East Coast. Let's live tweet. First of all, what is forty five
0: minutes East Coast? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, all you have to say at that point is 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, uh, the 45 minutes out here isn't any different than the 45 minutes yeah, there. So she, that's <laughs> stupid.
1: Um, then she said, let's live tweet.
0: No one is watching your stupid
1: show when Especially Game, of Thrones, Game <laughs> of Thrones is
0: on. <laughs> Game of Thrones is on, yeah.
1: you Stark's over here is stabbing Night Kings, and you're <laughs> over there yelling at
0: Kanye and Scott Disick for stuff. Yeah, who knows? Stuff. Who knows? Um, I want to run one real quick. Very impressive, but also hilarious to this. Hilariousness to this. Um, a man named Lucas Bates ran the London Marathon in a Big Ben costume. He ran it in three hours and 54 minutes, which is faster than nine minutes per mile. Super impressive. But then his Big Ben costume was too tall to fit through the start-finish line sign. So he got stuck, and he needed help, and it took him a while to get him under the start-finish oh sign. <laughs> I don't know why. He's like, yeah, I'm going to run this. and I mean, that's impressive. But also hilariously stupid at the end. So yep. Game of Thrones reactions before, but we'll get out of here in just a second. Game of Thrones reactions real quick. Great. It was I mean, I don't know why so many people are like disappointed and like people always have to like something that's very hyped yeah. up,
1: they have to like tear it down for some reason. Yeah, I mean I'm
0: not gonna sit here like I don't think it was the greatest Game of Thrones episode, but it was really good. Yeah. And like, I mean, yeah, okay. So I talked about this with I don't know if I've talked about it with you. For sure, Emily, I've talked about it with her. Because she's always like you always say like something negative about it. And I'm like, no, I recognize like T V shows and movies, like something incredibly dumb has to happen for like the plot to go on. Like always, in everything. Oh, yeah. Like someone has to do something that would never happen in real life unless they're like, you know, some of these meth heads nowadays. Like crazy stuff happens. Like in Florida, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, um, it's like something stupid has to happen for like like for all that at the end to happen, Danny had to land the dragon, which made no sense that she put the dragon on the ground. But it had to happen for her to get there, and like for uh, John to—was John already on the ground, or did he land after? Yeah. Play afterwards? On yeah. The so like all that just kind of like had to happen for them to get into the um, uh, get into Winterfell. Like just so many like. And you go throughout the episode, and you're like, all right, this had to happen. This had to happen. Yeah. It's just how it just how it works. You have to accept it if you want to be a fan of the show or the movie or whatever it may be. Yep. And um, you got to get past all that. And if you can't, don't watch the show. I guess. I mean, your show that you
1: love, same thing. I think the worst thing was the Theon thing. Was just like Theon, you're a great man. Yeah. And then he did something. For some, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you knew he's gonna die, and he it right. Was, I guess it was just. Typical Theon doing something stupid. And
0: a lot of people just talked about how that was like. So I was on Reddit late last night reading about it, and like a lot of people talked about that was kind of like his final redemption moment, like defending the Starks. Cause like he had this great fall, and then he had like it showed he just wanted to do something outside of himself for goodness, not for anything else. So I mean, that was a good point. But again, like I can get into that for him to be able to just casually walk up to Bran, and then for Arya to pretty much be able to run free at him. He had Theon had to do something stupid, so I guess he was he was the diversion. Yeah, exactly. Um, but great episode overall. I mean, battle. I mean, all the battle scenes are fantastic. Um, it did feel a little. I mean, but they brought the White Walkers into it, so you knew it had to be have some. If you don't like zombies and you're upset about the White Walkers, that's that's just dumb. You should have stopped watching the show a long time ago. You knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. So. Um, I, th- I thought Tyrion was gonna die, but he didn't. So I'm happy. I'm happy
1: with that. I love Tyrion. We talked
0: about that last night. How like we feel like he's gonna die, but he's also escaped death so many times. Like, yep. And again, you you get into that somewhat. You have to accept that the TV show is gonna do like something stupid gonna have to happen for it to go on. Yep. But you know he's escaped death so many times where he shouldn't have. So like, when does he actually die? Will he live? Yep. Same thing with Jon Snow. Same thing with um, uh, Sansa. I mean, all of those characters. Like, at what point will they die? It's very Game of Thronesy of them to die eventually, um, but we don't know when. Maybe next week. Yep. Find out next time. Dragon Ball Z. You're uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, like you said, just a great episode. A lot of people are upset about the the how dark it was. I mean, I guess they could have fixed it, but overall, I could still see, and I have eye terrible eyes, so. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We're never pleasing you, are we, people? Nope. Never pleasing you. But yeah, good, really good show. Um, I mean, Game Game of Thrones is just... So we got three more episodes. How crazy is that? We just have three more. Love it. At least the next one's an hour and 20 again. Yeah, for sure. We'll do an hour and 20 episodes for you guys next week. I'm just kidding. We actually normally do have it like right at an hour, hour and 15, yeah. so somewhere in there. Maybe we'll just grind out an hour and 21. We'll see. We might. Have, have Arya Stark come in and kill somebody. We'll see. Make it exciting for you. Um, thank you all so much for listening. We will be back with you next week. Sunday, Monday. We haven't decided. We'll see. We'll see. Probably Sunday. I don't know what time your softball game is. Land's about to go hit some dingers. I might. Dingers only. I might. I might. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you go check out um our our guys over at MyBookie and our guys over at um SeatGeek. SeatGeek. So come uh check us out. We'll be live again next week, but we'll also have podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, armchairallamericans.com. Check us out. Are you is the best?
1: Character vault on, and we're bringing the boat in, and we yell.